What a time, guys. We are back. I just, I'm just happy, man. We're, we're celebrating our three months quarantine anniversary with the with the king of turn up. You know what I mean? Quarantine poppy, <laughs> the king of the IG live. You know what I mean? You uh, you always bring positive energy. So we in a time where every day we don't know what's gonna happen. I feel like you are the guy to call in on our fifth YouTube episode, and I'm so glad you could be here. Walter Alvarado. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. Damn, dog. I'm so glad. Is you know, I haven't really seen. I've seen maybe three people this whole time. One of them being Bo. You know, that's mainly because he's my roommate. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that you're here, bro. I missed yeah, you. Man. I feel like right before all this pandemic shit happened, yo, we was like, we was killing the yeah, game, bro. I, but see, like, I don't want to see. The thing is. I don't want to be like that person because, you know, I was like, yo, before this, yo, it was my year, son. Every, you know, everyone's going to say that. You don't want to like, sound like the guy, uh, my mom said, I had those drawings, but my mom said, I can't to school. Like, you don't want to be like that kind of attitude. <laughs> yeah, because like, like, but but like, nah, like low key, yo, bro, like, we, was, was, we, was, yo, we was running the city, really bro. Good. I was yeah. talking to uh, my friend. I was like, I was literally hitting my creative stride. Mm. That's what I like to say because like I was doing everything. That I've been talking about doing for years. Yeah, you was, was yo, you was falling in line. It you was, was just, killing it. Yeah, man. I was proud of you, man. I was so proud, and it wasn't. You know, it it it, it was so cool to see you, just like evolve and, and and dabble into the stand-up comedy world and really starting to. You know, I thought you were about to catch a wave. Yeah, man. But uh, you were saying the good thing about waves they keep coming. You know. Yeah, God so had other just, plans. Yeah. <laughs> Saying, I, I'm just, I like you know, what I'm saying, on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, what a time to be alive. You know, what I'm saying, <laughs> I'm just glad I'm alive. I'll be alright yeah. with that wave, like for now. But I mean, our time will come, bro. Like, you know, what I'm saying, I, I always like to keep a positive mindset. Yeah, uh, I, I never tend to panic because, like, I grew up in chaos, so chaos is just natural to me. Yeah. So, like, that's I always keep a level head. Like, that's why I've always been good with like event planning mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like. It's just like it's all right. You're cool under pressure. Yeah, you're not phased. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. Nah, I, I got to Kendrick. I got confidence in you, bro. I already know you're gonna come out of this stronger. Um, but nah, I was really, it was really exciting to see. You know, you were, you did like two of our overachiever shows at the DC Improv. I think it was uh, three, three, and yeah. every time and you pitched it to me, and well, it was like the December fourth show. So I remember, like, yeah, you did the secret. We had a secret show in DC at a loft. Then we did a few DC improv joints, and every time I see you go perform, it was like you was getting better and better. I was like, "Yo, this is getting, this is dope." We was getting momentum, and um, I, I, you know, and a lot of it came from a, an idea where I was like, "Yo, I I wanted to see more uh, Latin comedians." Mm -hmm. I felt like there was like a, a void in the scene, and someone like Walter. My homie uh, Daniel Perez was another young comic that was trying to get into it. And I, I really do want to pick it up where we left off. But obviously, there's going to be some obstacles moving forward with, like, yeah. the you know, just the laws. Um, but, I, you know, that's why we, we decided we're going to do an outdoor comedy show. Uh, in the backyard. In the backyard, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, next week, we're going to plan um, just a little intimate invite-only mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. music food uh staging just like kind of recreate that vibe yeah and we're probably gonna stream it so people can like i feel like Tune people in. are just running out of stuff to watch word man 
I'm I'm writing an email on Netflix. I'm like, I'm, I got some ideas because I'm tired. I've, I've watched everything. Yeah, I yeah, got yeah, some yeah, things yeah, for yeah. you. Uh, nah, I think new. I like, think at this point, you know, everyone is just like looking for something to make them feel normal again. The I think the the biggest aspect of I feel like you know myself with Adobo and then with you guys is like we built a community. Yeah, and people have just been removed from that community, so it's like they're just floating in there. You know what made me realize what you just said uh, when we did our first Zoom show? We did our first Zoom show in May, and we had we sold over 330 tickets, and people were turning up. People were turning up from their living. They just wanted it to be, I think, like you said, like a, a part, part of something, something. Yeah. and that makes them like a social circle, mm-hmm. right? Like this is my identity. I'm a part of this mm-hmm. social group. You know, and Martin's the host, Bo's the DJ, mm-hmm. and we we log in and we're gonna turn up with them because that's who we choose to turn up with. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like you you have that as well with uh, with Adobo, and I, I it's crazy how like the roles we play in the community because we re- we literally uh, make people feel something positive, mm-hmm. and then when that's taken away. That you know, it's it's, it's it leaves it's, lingering taste. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a vo- there's a void. Yeah, and um. Yeah, I mean we've 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 experimented. I think Boat uses Twitch now. Yeah, I'm on Twitch a lot. Like, and uh, yeah, uh, I've seen IG Live. I've personally I stay away from IG Live only because I feel like um it's hard to monetize that, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to like do anything for free. Cause well, because not it ta- free, but it's like, it takes away the va- it takes it doesn't make it special no more. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? If you if you always like if you right there. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna. We, we, he's he's doing it all every day. We could just see him tomorrow. Right. It's not special, right? And, and, and it plays out very fast. Dog. Yeah. After a while, it's like okay, like, we a lot, like uh, a lot of like the DJs were doing like yeah. twerk contests. I did one just because people cash at me money from Twitter. Right? Oh really? Like, I literally joked. I was like, all right, y'all want me to do a twerk contest? Y'all better cash at me. And then like, boom, I had like two hundred dollars. Like. Damn, I really gotta do this. I got family on IG Live. How am I gonna do this? And then you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, I had to block them for a day. But yeah, man, we, we had a popping <laughs> and people had fun. You know, people asked me to do it again. It's just like I think a tw- I mean, it's good for the spirit. Yeah, yeah but a little just, twerking for the soul. You know, twerking for the, yeah. nobody. You were saying. <laughs> Did you guys get any like backlash on that? Um, no, I use my personal page. I make sure not to use okay, okay. for that because yeah, we okay. probably would have gotten a little something. Yeah, because you know, everything, everyone's so critical, and everyone, yeah. yo, everyone's yeah, they got time, they got time Bro, to be critical. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's so emotional too. I know Yelp probably. Through the roof right now, with people door dash and all that. Yeah, bro. Man, I didn't like, think of that. <laughs> nah, that's what made um watching the Chappelle joint today so special. I was like, yeah. yo, he's speaking. He's basically saying what every what's on everyone's mind, yo. Yeah. But he's he's able to articulate it in a way where it's like, yo, this man the goat for real. So, yeah. Yo, man, I've I've li- I literally watched it like three times. For real? Yeah, I watched it like three times. I don't know if I could watch it three times. But it was it was, nah, it, was, it, was I, it was powerful, man. I feel him on it, like wanting to watch it again, though. Yeah, it was like it feels surreal that like yeah. he has to say that, you know, like he's he has you know obviously he has the platform. Everybody for right. some to go is just like he he still feels like people are people are so compelling him to make a statement, and yeah. it's just like. Referring back to, I think it's the killing me softly when he's like, I don't care what Ja Rule has to say at a time like this. Yeah, yeah. You're know saying it's just like. It's just, you know, people are slowly, very, very slowly kind of starting to get the message that 
he's been saying for so long. Oh, yeah, what? Oh. Mad prophetic about everything. It just felt like he was kind of uh, revising what he had said earlier, like just mm-hmm. reminding people of it. And like, it's just wild that he had to like repeat it to that point. But to me, going back to watch it, I feel like you do still catch some gems in it. Like, it's just, it's important to go. Oh, yeah, to nah. It. It's, it's, uh, he articulated. Yeah. He, he was and, and everything he, he's, like, in all his stand ups, it's like, it comes to, it comes true. Like, yeah. even, even down to the Chappelle show, like, with Blackbush. Yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of those things that he joked about are kind of what, you know, it's kind of like what Trump's doing. Just like yeah. panicking and mm-hmm. panicking during interviews and all that. It's just like, come on, son. Yo, it's, it's really it's, happening. Like, I didn't think it would. Yo, we living in the Boondocks episode, bro. This shit is like, this shit is a never <laughs> ending season, episode. dog. <laughs> this shit is like, this is every day feels like what's going to happen next. Yeah. Every month's a different season. Yeah. It's, a, it's 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 crazy, son. <laughs> I, re- I remember it was May thirty first. Be like, all right, what's June gonna have for us? Right, go to sleep, wake up. They're like Ebola. I'm like, this is the one thing's trending. I'm like, come on, son, you can't. This can't be real. It's just like, the unemployment is like was gonna be like twenty percent. I had my cousins in Bolivia like hitting me up asking me if they, if I needed help. That shit was crazy. I was like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> I was like, yo. That's how oh, bad no. America looks right now because everyone's like, everyone looks at America as like. The standard. Yeah. Like we've been, you know, this is the place where our parents came to because it was like they wanted the American dream. Mm. But then you get here. It's a nightmare. Dog, this shit in 2020, (laughs) this is the last place you want to be, son. It's just, it's almost like, I don't even know how, you can't even put in words how like. You know, you know what it feels like? Blindsided by reality. That's when the whole country Mm. got hit. They just got sacked for a loss of 100 yards. Like nobody saw us coming, but like. You kind of saw it. It's like Deontay Wilder. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Yo, like, yo, there's no way he's going, he's going to drop to Tyson Fury." And then when you when you you saw him get knocked down once, you're like, "Come on, get up, <laughs> get up!" And then the second time, it's like, "Fuck, he's not coming back." <laughs> <laughs> this is it. So, so are you saying like, this day, the U.S. Man. is out for the count? Like, this is it? No, nah, I don't think it's going. I think it's going. Uh, it's going to bounce back, but it's not going to be what it like the glory days. Like mm. it's gonna be, I feel you know the next generation is gonna have to pick up the slack, which I think they're doing a great job. Yeah, you know they're the ones really leading these protests. They're the ones really on the front lines of like trying to uh, affect change. Um, like I'm a little bit older, I remember a lot of shit, and I don't remember this much energy into the current movement. I remember yeah. like when Trump was elected, when Kaepernick was taking a knee, there was a moment. But then, like, it felt like things changed very it, – it didn't – the momentum didn't carry the movement, yeah. unlike this time. Yeah, it was like um, – it's like Ferguson happened, mm-hmm. then all that Trump shit. Like, you felt it, but, like, now I've never – you know, I went to the protest the other day. I've never experienced anything like that. It was, was uh, just yeah. like – Bro, Bo and I, we went uh, and we laid on the floor, mm-hmm. you know, for eight minutes. You know, we talked about on the another another podcast. You know, Bo was hesitant at first to lay down because he was like, "Yo, Corona," but then after no, a while, Corona, fuck Corona. You seen them rats in DC, bro? Come on, so they, <laughs> I don't know what we'll they talk. got. They got they got yeah, they Corona got, squared. Master, <laughs> like they, they got you know, Master some, Splinter walking around <laughs> on two feet. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, nah, it was it was powerful, um, and even like, yo, it makes me respect Colin Kaepernick even more because like he was. He was willing to put it all on the line, son. Mm. You know what I mean? He, he did put it all on the line. And, 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 and no, I, to this day, I've never seen any other athlete do what he did as far as sacrificing his whole career. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Yeah, all that shit that, you know, the NFL apologized. That was crazy. But they didn't apologize to him, did they? Not yet, but I think something's gonna happen. I think he, I think They're he's gonna in a position I, where they don't have a choice, where they they, they have to make some type of statement towards yeah. him. Because I think he's gonna absurd. come back this year and he's gonna win the Super Bowl. It's oh, <laughs> a bold prediction. Well, it's twenty twenty, dog. Any, <laughs> at this point, <laughs> yo, yeah. the cornerbacks be like, oh, I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna. Steven, I'm gonna bro, Steven Spiel, yeah, oh Spielberg God. is gonna direct the twenty twenty movie, son. This shit is. Yeah. A, Wasn't there a movie twenty twenty? Twenty twelve. It was twenty twelve. Okay. They're wrong by the year, but yeah. basically the same shit. Right? Much. Yeah, like everything's they're saying like even right now with like in El Salvador, yeah. there was like a, two earthquakes and then there was a tropical storm just destroyed yeah. part of the and Jeez. a lot of El Salvador is like under sea level, so like a lot of it was destroyed. Damn. Yeah, like people were like it was like almost like looking at footage from like Katrina, people on top of their house waiting for help. God damn. Maybe the Mayan cal- calendar was just like. Well, the thing about the Mayan calendar, they never said the world's gonna end. They just stopped making it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. And like they just ran out of paper to, to write shit down. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, we got it. They got it. You know, we like, put oh, that pencil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know saying they had to use the leaves that was covering their dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're oh, like, boy. <laughs> 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 I don't speak on that. <laughs> <laughs> they ran out of. Is it? Uh, they ran out of. Uh, the chisel. <laughs> yeah, no more chisel. It was on stone, no? I, I, I never, I skipped that day in class. So, uh, <laughs> they didn't teach it. What are you talking about? They would have my mind and ink, my ink and history. Yeah, that was, that was what my tweet was about. It was all whitewashing shit. Oh my gosh. I yes. just drink Inca Cola <laughs> and that's my, you know, contribution Word. to history. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, it's, it's crazy. Like, I actually had, like, Luckily, I had a lot of good teachers in high school, mm. and like um, they taught us a, very differently. But I see the gap because I used to be a tutor for ESOL students at, in Patterson. This is high school in Baltimore City, in the hood. Yeah, fifty percent Latino, fifty percent black. Down the line, you won't see a white kid at all. And I used to tutor at that school, mentor a lot of kids from that school. And the gap is crazy because I went to school in Montgomery County. You yeah. Know? In their school, like, they don't even have textbooks. The teacher has one textbook, and she photocopies the homework. Jesus Christ. You know, the, the thing about having a textbook is if you don't know what you're doing, you flip through the pages at home yeah. so you figure it out. But they don't even have that option. It's just like you just see the difference in where people, like, you know how they say it's like the starting line. Mm-hmm. People are starting way back from others. Damn. And, yeah, man. Insane. And, like, now it's, like, now that I'm older, a lot of kids that I mentor and graduated from college this year. Oh, uh, dope. So, like, them reaching out to me, talking about all the college tours they did with them, the mentoring, the yeah, tutoring, yeah. like, that that really hit me. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. really hit, like, damn, like, I didn't finish college, but, like, you know what I'm saying? I was able to help people, push yeah, people in the right direction. Dope, you played your part, bro. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Damn, I didn't. I never thought that about you, man. What? <laughs> that you, like, you were tutoring, like, kids. Oh, like, man, like, uh, let me tell you something. I was like, I was a little, I was a little dick in high school. Man. I was an asshole, you know. Yeah. And see, I think that, it's like that, that's the Walter right now. You, you see, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I'm, I've never changed that aspect about me. Yeah. But I just became more understanding, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, I've always been very Latino myself, but I never connected with my Latino community because I went to high school in Gaithersburg, very diverse, you know, high school. Yeah. yeah. Gaithersburg is the most diverse city in the country, and like, there. You know, our school is predominantly black and Latino. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I didn't realize how different I was and how much responsibility I had to give back to my community. Yeah. So I went to a PWI, a predominantly white institution, mm -hmm. where it was like a disconnect, you know? I would play like Latin music and I would hear, they would people like put on Twitter like, why is this guy always playing Latin music? Turn that shit off. Or like on, I don't know if you guys remember Git Yak, that one app mm. where you can post stuff anonymously. Yeah. They'd be like, tell this Mexican to turn that off. You Jesus know? Christ. And I'm not someone that stays quiet. I literally stood up. I'm like, all right, who said that? And you just, dead quiet. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like people, people are bold. Yeah. But not that bold. Yeah. They're going to test your limits and yeah. see how far, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if I ever had like situations like that. I, I, where Bo and I, we grew up, it was predominantly black and Latin also. Right. So like for us, until like I, I got I got in trouble in ninth grade, uh, and my mom transferred me to like a, a or like a rich high school because she didn't want me to like sell weed no more. <laughs> That's what she thought. She was like, "Yo, I'm gonna send him to a school in Bethesda, Maryland, and he's not gonna be hanging out with." those kids anymore and he's not gonna sell reggie no more you know and then i ended up selling you know all yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man, which that, is crazy because um pacquiao so in college i i hate i hate writing paper i would hate writing papers right yeah. there's one paper that i actually enjoyed writing because it was so interesting it was about the you know incarceration rates mm -hmm. and all that and it's just insane because they did a study in like 2002 2003 in new york yeah where it's like a white guy was like seven to eight times more likely to do heavy drugs, but the black guy was four to five times more likely to get, you know, go to jail. Yeah, for it. it always surprised and, me. And, and, the, and, like, and the rate of crime was actually higher than in like for like large crimes, like large moving weight and all that is higher outside of the city, but in cities where all the police, the, the policing is. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't make sense. So like you go to like the you know what it is, bro. They suburbs. Got, they that's be, where they move in weight. They be creating their no, own struggle, sure. bro. There is a kid. I'll call him Allen. This kid Allen. He was like he was from the suburbs, but he was he was listening to too much Three Six Mafia, where he thought he was like Project Pat. Like he had a he had a Chevrolet Impala and he had the spinning rims back when spinning rims were popular. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's when Three Six had the song um, right. "We Ride the Spinners." Yeah, we ride it. And he would come and he had like the twelve inch subs in the back. And the most whitest guy you could ever see, but he really, like, he had, like, a... That's when Lil John was popping, so he had his, like, the little hat tilted to the side like Lil John. Mm -hmm. So he really thought he was about... He was, like, from the South, right? But, like, nah, dude, you're from Bethesda, Maryland. <laughs> like, where do you... Where, now, I would see guys, like... And he was, like, running the school in terms of... He was moving the most weight. Yeah. And, like, first thing I did was, like, yo, let me find out who's moving the most weight because that's who I'm going to sell to. And so I was like, yo, who, I was like, yo, who got it? And they're like, yo, this kid, you got to go. So I went through one kid, and then I was like, yo, I need, like, a QP. And he's like, oh, I got to talk to my man, Allen. I was like, all right, let's talk to Allen. And so I talked to Allen. Like, it's fucking, <laughs> there's, like, Malibu's most wanted. Like, but, you know, but this dude, he had a gun. Like, guy, the guy carried, like, he he would, like, he, he brought me, like, we became, me and Allen became friends after, mm. like, he saw that I was, like, serious and shit. And he took me to his house. He showed me his gun. He's like, look at what I got. You know, and he, just, <laughs> he showed me. And I'm like, bro, there's yeah. no reason for this guy to have a at all. You know what I mean? You're in fucking Bethesda. But he just wanted, he wanted to be about that life. Yeah, yeah. I really think these guys are like, um, they, 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 they really uh, entrench themselves with this fantasy of like. Well, here's how I, this is what I realize. It's like they live in a different reality. Sure. It's literally, it's literally that their form of thinking is not the same. Oh, no. Nah, because they didn't have struggle growing up. 
Exactly. When you so, don't got struggle, you have to create your own struggle. You gotta so, make it exciting. I'll tell you. I'll, yeah. This is my <laughs> like. Let's do cocaine outside in the park today. Right. Let's. We maybe we'll get caught. <laughs> so this is my theory on everything, and it's this is how I in my head this is how it breaks down to the difference between like white people, like you know the mindset of a, of the white people versus everybody else is that they don't know fear. Mm. They don't live with the same aspect of going outside being dangerous. Yeah, that's Their what mom don't tell them, "Hey, who are you going with?" They don't think like they they they, they didn't they didn't grow up in that mindset. You know, my mom, I, if I played outside, I had to be in eyesight from our house. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't they don't deal with that. You know, that's why they get lost in the woods and shit. So I always <laughs> would get confused, like yeah, why it was so different. But I I'm glad that I was raised that way because now I'm always super cautious of ways of where I go, who's yeah. around. I pay attention to everything, and there's been scenarios where like bad stuff has happened and like just because i've had a bad feeling or i felt a bad vibe i left yeah and they don't live with that no like one time in college park we were at a party and we go to the mcdonald's and like we're all drunk and i was just like yeah i got a bad feeling like these group of people over here they're being too rowdy they're like yelling too much i was like let's go and i was like we've been in line for 10 minutes i was like i don't care man let's go and then like we left and the next morning it was like 20 minutes after we left there's a shooting and someone got shot at that McDonald's. Hmm. It's just like all those people in there, they, they weren't thinking like that. Yeah. You were know saying like that's just, it's it's a different reality they live in. Yeah. You just develop like like a hyper awareness or like a sixth yeah. sense for shit like that. Yeah. But sometimes I think of myself like I have a sixth sense also. For right? what? For everything? It's just yeah. For every Yeah. Danger. <laughs> You know, uh, you know, hoes. Oh goodness I could, gracious, I could see when a girl's going through something. I could feel it in the air. Bro, when she's vulnerable. I'm, I'm, oh, <laughs> I don't know about vulnerable, but <laughs> no, like I, emotionally, like she wants someone to talk to. Mm. I'm a, I'm a good communicator like that. I know. I will give you that. Like you, you, uh, you read situations like better than most people. I would, I would say. Yeah, but I don't, try to, don't I try, get big headed though. I'm I try, just, I try to cheer people up a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I like to see people laugh and have fun. That's the type of guy I am. Yeah, like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm being serious. I'm opening up. This is a podcast. I have to open up. It's funny though. Why is it funny? Yeah, it's, I, I, you're honestly, funny. I think I'm a psychic, bro. Like on everything, I swear yeah. I'm a psychic. Sometimes I think I'll, you're a psychic I'll, too. I'll, though. I'll write down notes. <laughs> I'll write down stuff in my yeah. notes, and then like it'll happen exactly how I imagine it. Yeah. Like. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? No, this thing is just. Uh, no, go ahead. Continue. Don't use that <laughs> word no more, bro. That's not a good word to use. <laughs> I can. I can use it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna cancel you, bro. Oh. They gonna man. cancel you next. <laughs> they canceling out here, son. Yeah, no one's safe, man. This shit's wild. Nobody's safe. They canceling everybody, son. Bro. It's hostile. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but you live on those Twitter streets. You comfortable. You get a sleeping bag on the street, Twitter streets, yeah, you know man, what I mean? Let me tell you something. Twitter like, Boulevard. That's where, <laughs> that's where you live. Bro, I, I I try not to argue with people on Twitter, but it's just like, you know, I, you know what I realized? People be day? egging you on like like it's real life, like it's a real... F- I, I, I got added yesterday. Some dude's like, some random person added me and was like, yo, you going to let this person talk about ice cream trucks like that? And it's like a random ass thread about... Ice cream trucks have uh, the music on ice cream trucks yeah. are corny, and my man just added me like, "Yo, you go let him talk about your peoples like that." I'm like, "Bro, this has nothing to do with me. I didn't decide who plays ice cream truck, like what yeah. music is being played. Why am I gonna be involved in this long thread?" 
<laughs> but people like it's like they pushing you like they're trying they, like they're trying like, to see some shit and my and my yeah. thing is like you know you guys see me on twitter like i yeah. i bury people on twitter no, and when yeah, it comes, it comes to arguments so like people like seeing that and like people yeah. like it's like a fight something. it's like a real fight in Loretta. Like, they're like yo they're like pushing you into the fight like they'll send it to my dms like yo i think he's talking about you i'm like yeah. no he's not i don't even know who this is like yeah that's like, hilarious from fucking west virginia what does he know about me like people bored bro yeah and they just instigate people love you know what i do when someone comes at me because later people have been like coming at me a little bit on, on just because I've been posting jokes mm-hmm. but I've been keeping them in the chamber I'm like yo if he says one more thing I'm gonna unload I'm gonna, I go I go to my notes <laughs> and I write shit in my notes like yo this is what I'm gonna hit him with I have stuff in the chamber ready like to like just demolish people but I try not to go there I, you know what I mean because it's like I know I know my ability I'm a professional so like I can annihilate someone but it's, it's just like it's like an unfair fight mm. it's like yo why am I gonna do this to this kid who obviously, you know, doesn't have love around him. You know what I mean? No one cares for him. Otherwise, he wouldn't be on Twitter coming for, a, you know, someone an upcoming comedian. Huh? Or someone he doesn't even know. Like, Yeah, it's like, obviously, uh, yo, you go and try to test me, but like, you obviously uh, don't have your priorities in order. Yeah. You're not, you know, you're, you're coming to a to a gunfight with a knife. <laughs> yeah, know? I got an argument with somebody. I got an argument Why with... Why are you laughing? I got an argument with somebody the other day that said that, like... Both always... Black lives can't matter until Hispanic lives matter, and uh, they like DM me about it. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, who who are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why are you? Like, they're like, yo, they're like, we need you right now. Right. Come on, Big Walt. <laughs> they're like, they're Step like, in. I was like, I was. They're like, he's like, you're Salvadoran. You should, you should agree with me. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, he's just, he's like, all right, fatty. I'm like, I'm like, what have you done for the Latin community that you could say that you put Hispanic lives? forward you help move the community forward yeah he's like more than you can imagine well i was like all right well break it down for me give me some examples he's like all right fatty i was like that's not an example obviously you haven't done nothing yeah and he's like all right and then like he would like and then this is going on for like almost like a week and a half now where he'll just send a random statistic like what do you think about this i'm like do i keep you up at night bro like i'm like that took that dance with your girl i took your girl I'm like, you need a hug. You need a hug. He's like, no, no, I don't need a hug. Look at the statistics. You're, you're a moron. <laughs> I'm like, all right, bro, calm down. Like, I understand. Like, you have a crush on me? And like, I, that's how I You know, it's people. crazy yeah. because you be like, yeah, you be on, you be, uh, you be feeding off that. You know what I mean? I can't see. I can't even go that far. I can't even go back and forth because I'm like, that's too much yeah. energy already. Like, I, <laughs> I get like, I was like, ah, oh, this is because I got so much other shit in my brain. Yeah. That I, it's hard for me to go back and forth with people. I get deep. Oh, I get. People ask me to go on IG live to like to do comedy, and I'm like, bro, like, can you do one of your skits? I, you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's like, son, like, they're like, we're trying to raise money. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'd rather donate money than te- like try to make people laugh on IG live. Like that shit is like, that shit is corny, it. son. It's not worth that it. shit is corny. Like, yeah. yo, stop it. Comedians just can't be like, okay, <laughs> knock, knock, who's that? <laughs> like, <laughs> we raising money for black lives. Laugh, motherfucker, laugh. Like, nah, it's it don't not, work like that. Yeah, someone like, uh, I, forgot who, I forgot who it was, but like, it was like someone who's in like a celebrity's posse. He's like, all right, I'm giving away $500. Whoever has the funniest story. <laughs> it's just like, That's some fucked up shit. Because you know people are going to be like doing cartwheels and shit like, yo, one time. This dude shaved his, like the middle part of his head what? to make him laugh. He didn't even win. Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck, man. But my thing is like, like, like it's under, people need money right now. And to play on that is almost kind of like playing on their desperation. Of course. It's kinda, it's bro. Very fucked uh, up. 1,000%. Yeah, that's some predator yeah. shit, man. 
I can't. I can't. I was just like, I'm not gonna do this. Yeah, Yeah, nah, you can't. I mean, that's like that's fuck. That's what I'm saying. That's why I leave a lot of Twitter people alone because it's like, yo, people in the house like under their sheets, just like yo, like looking for trouble. Yeah, they're like, yo, Twitter fingers. I need something. I need something. uh, Yeah, they're they're with the Ouija board, like yo. Give me a sign. Give me an at. Give me an at. Yeah. Add the at sign on the board so you can find out. And they just land on you like, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go. go. <laughs> well, <they don't>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, man. Yeah, my thing is like, uh, bro, people really like like to see me argue with people. Like, uh, of course, this bro. This dude from fun. LA, uh, like he was on live mm-hmm. and like. I like you know how you open sometimes you look at people's story or it'll just randomly throw you on someone's live. Yeah. He's like, Oh, what's that oh yo, everybody, this guy roasts people. Yo, you roast anybody today? I'm like, No. <laughs> like, come on, Dude, that dude who be roasting people. Right? Like my thing is like I'm quick with the memes, like right? yeah. you say something like someone adds and talks shit about me, I don't even reply. I just go straight to their media and just go through the pictures. Yeah. Mm. That's all I gotta do. It's a rap, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you that gener you the Twitter generation, bro. That's I mean that's a whole different. Yeah. I mean you were the one who put me on the Twitter. I remember I had Twitter since 2012. The only times I used it was to post flyers. Mm-hmm. Never really engaged. Never even looked through the timeline. Mm. And I remember, I guess it was how long has it been since we've been? Like that, six I months. Told, I told months? you it was the it was the November show. Damn. Show. Times like it's like, it's like that, yeah. bro. It was like the November overachievers because at the December fourth overachievers, we talked about how your your followers had been on the rise. Yeah. So we're talking about, about November. So what happened was I think like even before that, like July, August, I would post flyers and then or I posted like a stand up clip. I was like, Well, I'm already making these stand up clips for IG, let me just throw it on Twitter. And we're getting like two, three hundred views. And then while uh Walter would retweet it, I was like, Oh, that's dope, that's very nice. And then um and then I would look through your timeline, and then you would like make all these like funny jokes. I'm like, this is funny. Like, mm-hmm. you had like one of the funniest. Uh, you're like, have they tried uh, the McDonald's Sprite to see if it, it's yeah, like the it cure for def- COVID? Yeah, COVID. Like <laughs> shit like that, man. It's so creative. And I was like, yo, this is like really funny. So it almost made me like, like yo, I want to tell. I want to start. I should. I should say, because I'll be honest. The reason why I was initially hesitant to even talk. The way you talk on Twitter is because I was always afraid that it would be misinterpreted or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or like, I always thought in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm an audition for Daily Show this year. I don't want to get um like uh, vetted. This you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> like sometimes you be taking some shots, you know what I mean? You be like from the three point line, like for three, <laughs> for downtown. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, yo, and sometimes they be going in. You're like, oh shit, this show ain't going, it's going viral. Uh, But sometimes they miss. Yeah. And you know you can't they they all can't be deleted, and so uh, but I remember like watching your Jones and making me laugh like all right let me let me start you know throwing some little things out there yeah and then just like I think we talked about how like you have to interact with people more hundred percent it'll throw it'll throw the algorithm to help you out mm. like Twitter itself will push your yeah. pushes your tweets because like like I'll literally tweet something I like I have time frames of when I want to like drop stuff like I yeah. think it's gonna be funny that like, people are gonna like, like it right so like you know I had different time frames where i know like that's that's what's gonna work and then like you know, i told you how like you know i've processed it i've like t- i'm very detail oriented when it comes to stuff like that mm-hmm. so like you know i was like look man this is what you gotta do it'll work you're saying no no so okay so i'll finish my and then 
So I got on the joint and then I started like, uh, and I got into Twitter and it was, it was dope. Like before the pandemic, I was like dropping clips. I was like, oh, this is dope. You know, getting to meet a lot of people. Um, but then it was like during the pandemic when that shit hit, it just became a little bit like, I don't know. It, it just was like a little messy, bro. Like Twitter is like real messy right now to yeah. the point where like <laughs> I fuck with the news. Like I like getting like quick information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I'm out when I see too much like uh, like violence and like it's just like fight world star videos for a long time before like porn. A lot of porn would be popping up randomly and it always be the, the shorties that be sharing porn yeah, that was or liking porn. It's like you would never, you know, you think like it's like some random guys, but no, it's mostly shorties that like, mm-hmm. like this is my position. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, all right, good to, good to know. <laughs> Good to know, random girl. But uh, <laughs> random, random girl. yeah, because like you know, because yeah, I've been, yeah. I've been following people just off the like, all right, yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah. cool, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so um, but yeah, bro, you're the one who who got me hit to Twitter, and I was like, yeah, when the pandemic hit, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have to fall back because uh, this shit is uh getting messy, bro. Yeah. I mean, I try to stay off of it. Nah, you built for that shit. I think your personality, you're so gregarious. You know what I mean? You you a dude that like. I feel like you're an extrovert. Like you thrive mm-hmm. off of interactions. Yeah. Like I'm an introvert, which is weird because I'm a comedian. But like, the reason they're like, how can you be an introvert and be a comedian? Well, like, well, it's easy because when I'm on stage, no one else is talking. They all listening. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a group and everyone's talking in the group, I get like tired. I'm like, I'm gonna go take a nap. Mm-hmm. I be getting tired just being around a lot of people. But if like if I'm doing a comedy show, it's like it could be a thousand people, and I'm on stage. They're all looking to me. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm gonna turn up. And I don't got, I don't gotta listen to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why I never did good in school because the teacher kept talking like, yo, you making me tired. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you like giving out energy, not taking it. No, so it's different. So like this, I could do this because mm-hmm. it's like it's in, more personal, bro. It's personal and it's not too ex- too much extra shit. It's, it doesn't Somehow, feel like what like it doesn't feel like traffic. Word. That's right. exactly what it feels like. It's like you're at an intersection just. And there's no light. Yeah, you know yeah. how like sometimes we be in the city like DC or LA or wherever, like whatever city. There, you know, you can have like a nice little, little like little social group like this little circle going. But then there's always that one extra dude, like doing like social cartwheels. You know what I mean? Just doing like extra, like yo, dog, what are you saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just be saying like you just throwing shit ideas out. Like yo, son, we should we should start a circus, and it'll be like <laughs> it'd be like weed friendly. We be the first weed friendly circus. Yo, we could do that shit. And it's like, bro, like, yo, we talking about like podcasts right now. So <laughs> like, we talking, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But it'd be like people like that. Like, yo, you I mean, I'm not. Gonna, I used to kind of be like that. Yeah, I learned to like filter my ideas because like I just think of so many ideas. And but what makes you cool is that I, I really like, do think you're the type that thrives off of like uh, social energy. Yeah. I ha- I have to, bro, and like, it's like I don't know why, but like if I don't. I'll feel down. But that's dope. Like, I mean, that's I'll dope. Like, I mean, that's, yeah, what, I'm, that's what makes you unique, though. Yeah, yeah. That's why, I like, I think Bo and I, I don't know, Bo is a little bit similar, I think, on my side. Like, you're oh, yeah, more I'm super introverted. introverted. Sure, yeah. And, like, that's why we be in the cut. Like, but, you know, we could do, he could do with parties. I do comedy shows, and we'll be fine. But the moment we got to, like, socialize, like, oh, man, this is really, <laughs> it's a lot, son. It's a lot. I think you can see that from the the potluck. And I was like, "Hey, man, so I do do that." Yeah, 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 yeah. And I can't imagine there's gonna be that many people there. Cause no, but I try. But see, I was like, I pushed myself for that event because I was like, I want to make an active effort to like, you know, just like pull up. I think because I was at that point, I was trying to like, I was doing too much comedy. I was like, let me take a night off. Mm -hmm. I think it was a Friday, the first Friday I took off in like years. 
because I was just dog. I was trying so hard in D.C. like trying to make that shit happen. And then I moved to L.A. and that shit was even harder in L.A. Just trying to like um, break into the L.A. comedy scene. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think it's I think it's dope. Man, I was I'm so sad to go to L.A., bro. Like before this. Yeah, I, I was like trying to get you to come through the apartment. You know, we so had we had plans I, about that too. Yeah, I remember I told you how they had contacted me about hosting a party out there. Yeah, I was I like, and, yeah. I sh- and I showed them like uh, the, your video from like the reggaeton versus hip hop. Yeah, I was like, yo, you gotta get this guy on. Like, you know, me and him, like we worked here in DC, and we can pull some people out there to LA. This, yeah. this, and that. He's like, all right, bet. Yeah, and then like, boom. <laughs> it's like the pandemic hit. It's all gonna come back though, yeah, bro. I'm yeah. telling you, man. I mean, look, we we all of us are blessed to be, you know, on the Overachievers podcast right now. So <laughs> nah, but like nah, but we we gonna we gonna we, we gonna be straight, man. I'm telling you, I, once they open up the doors, mm-hmm. we'll be fine. And the thing is, like, for in the in the in terms of creatives, mm-hmm. we're gonna be the first people people turn to. Yeah, bro. Like, I mean, we've kind of been keeping things afloat. Creatives have kind of been like people that you look like, especially DJs. Like when the IG live thing was like a thing, the D nice like moment, like all that. Like people Mm -hmm. were looking for like Tory Lanes and like you know creatives and just you know entertainers to just kind of hold things down. Yeah, because Trump wasn't doing it. Like government wasn't doing it. The man gives me anxiety, bro. Niggas were like him talk. It's just like this guy is like. In charge of shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, like, it's scary, bro. Like, it's, I've never so felt stupid. more. Un- yeah, like, I never uh, thought that. Like after watching a presidential pe- press conference, you get more anxiety. Like I feel more unsettled right. after this joint. Like this, the, he didn't solve any questions. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, if anything, I have more questions. Now. Right, and he doesn't even give like that little, the, you know, the inspiring speech. You know how they always end with an inspiring yeah, speech. Yeah, yeah. Like he don't give that. Like he just leaves you on a cliffhanger. Like we're gonna see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, he just beats people down. Like makes it, he makes it worse. Yeah. He says things like, "What do you got to lose?" Right. <laughs> He's like, "Son, why would you say that? That's not some shit you tell to it's like." That's you know what he said when he was trying to get the fuck. black vote. Yeah, Bro, that it's, shit is wild. It's man. sad. It's insane. It's like his staff is like, you think someone on his staff would be like smart enough to be like, "Yo, I don't think that's like a good idea to say yeah. it," but his staff is just as bad. They're like, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like the other day they were talking about, um, they said something like, oh, well, he got 7% of the black vote. He like, it was like, it's, they're like, you know, it's out of 100, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, come on. So like, you can't like, where's the logic? It's like, they don't have any logic or common sense when no. they go out there. It's insane. Yeah, nah, this shit is like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This should be making me laugh is how bad it is. It's just oh so bad. God. I'd be laughing, bro, because, um, yeah, the first month was sad for me. And then the second month, I'm like, well, things are going to get worse. So I might as well embrace the madness. Yeah. So I'm like on some embracing shit. You know, we got this office now. We're, we're fine. Yeah, we're good. I just needed like a little space like this. To like just be just to go and to cool out. Yeah. Cause I couldn't be in the house no more. I was Bro, like, oh, you I'm were done. going, you were going insane in the house. Yeah, it was just not it enough. Was driving space. Me insane. Well, it's not enough space. Yeah. I, it's like it was me, DJ Bo, and my father, and it's just like three grown men in a fucking house. It just was too much testosterone. Wow. I was like, yo, I was like, yo, son, I, we, you know, yeah. nah, like, I, I hang out with like you know like some of my boys. I, I hang out with them because. I just can't do it, bro. Like, I feel like if I don't, 
if I go like a week or two without like hanging out with somebody, yeah. I feel like I'm like into the deepest, darkest depression. God it's damn. like it's not the same as like talking to somebody on the phone and being sure. around somebody. It's just like you vibe. I like I literally feed off people's energy. And I yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, like, you an extrovert. Yeah, I told like, you, bro. Just, I, I already know. I I could. I I've seen. There's a few. Uh, uh, I haven't met a lot of people like that has done it on your level as far as like events and parties and. Mm-hmm social media like yo you definitely got the dc like twitter you know shit on lock i think that's a great lane to to tap into um and that's why i was excited to see what you were going to do with comedy because i was like yo if you really stick with it great things can happen it just takes time yeah that's the thing it takes time and uh it just sucks as soon as i started getting into going to to open mics and getting into reps it's just that's when everything shut shut down down, yeah and it's when we're going to find out it's going to be really interesting to see how what the laws are but like how many opportunities they're going to be it's going to be even tougher to get yeah get on that's what i'm saying like i'm going to debo my way into every situation <laughs> but i mean like but like it's tougher like people who started like in january mm-hmm. like you and daniel it's like i don't even know what happened to daniel but like yeah bro like but the cool thing is we can always do our own events. Yeah. We'll always have like the community and I think that's what we should focus on. Yeah. I think like the days of trying to rely on industry or like we just gotta create our own shit. You know? Yeah, and no, at this point it's like Central America, Africa. Let's go. And Silver Spring, Maryland. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you be rapping Silver Spring hard, man. I respect that. Because I was born there. Nah, Where no. were you born? I was born in Cameroon. Where is that? Africa. There you go. You know what I mean? I was born in Fairfax, Virginia. Fairfax, also known as Central America. Yeah, I grew up, <laughs> I grew up in Woodbridge. It's very, very Salvadoran. Como se dice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so I was right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, yeah. All right. We're just, you know. All right, good. <laughs> yeah, man, but uh, I, I'm just interested to see the the interaction when people yeah. Start to really get out there. Yo, so okay, I've been asking this a couple on a couple different episodes. Yeah, but do you think will twerking come back? <laughs> what, what, what's the? What, what, I had a what's conversation the, what, with Pedro on this. What's the yeah. over? What's the over under? Over under the thing I'm gonna be under is a mass catching twerks. That's what is gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> Cause Just, yeah, you're saying this gonna be no other option because like. You know, these, yeah, these these cheeks are gonna po- get are gonna get the claps. The keep you know cheeks on cheeks is gonna happen. Like I got well. the, <laughs> I got uh, I made a post that meme where it's like the guys like leaning back and the girls heads forward. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I put a line between it. It was like six feet. We're safe. <laughs> like <laughs> that's all we need. We just you know just lean forward. Good. Yeah. And uh, but it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky, man. You, you know like, me, I do social dancing like side side by side. To, like I don't even know yeah. how that's gonna work. Yeah, because that's like face to face. Right. So, hmm. yeah, man, it's gonna be. That's what I'm saying. Like that might be the last thing that comes back. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Cause it's like, I'm trying to figure out what parties are gonna look like. Cause here's the thing: comedy shows, mm-hmm. we can do comedy shows. I mean, yeah, it was proven. Right? Yeah, it was proven with the Chappelle joint. Like comedy shows, yeah. that's just space them out. Space them out. Chairs. You be bring a mask. You be straight. Uh, you know, I could just talk on the mic and everyone. You know. Mm-hmm. Parties, that's a little bit. It's mas campli. Yeah. I'm tired of doing Twitch, man. I'll be honest. I want to do parties, bro. <laughs> this man always, always, always plugging the Twitch. 
No, I'm saying, Twitch. I'm Shameless saying plug. That, catch, you, catch me from 12 to 3 p.m. Dog, every day. You don't understand. That's all I have. So I, like, yeah, I know. He'd be in his, be in his room all, talking to I people. Got. He'd be like, yo, yo, New York in the building. New York. Where you at, New York? And he's like, yo, there's something in the water. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, I'd be like, because my room is next to his. That's what that one time. <laughs> I'd be like, your, your, your dad don't be like, who is he talking to? <laughs> yeah, now nah, me and my dad. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like that. Me and my dad be like having a conversation, like a heart to heart. And we'd be like, yo, whose birthday is it? <laughs> yo, yo, Aquarius, make some noise. And you know, like, the thing is, like, we know Bo, right? So, like, we hear him on the mic and talk. Yeah. Like, yo, is Bo, like, yeah, yelling on the mic? So, because so like, he's like, in the, he's kind of, he's like getting confidence and shit. So every day, you can, if you see the like, my dad's like, he's confidence is going up now i think huh <laughs> yeah see he's laughing because he knows if you left your girl at her house make oh some noise the spanish one's like donde están las mujeres que no tienen marido <laughs> Yo. we'll teach you that bow it's gonna hit yeah all right i'm, yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna have to like remember that <laughs> Nah, Bo's coming out with a big Twitch following out, out of this quarantine, son. Shit, let's see if that should make me money. That's all I care about, really. Nah, you're going to be fine. I mean, Bo's going to be good. He's been working very hard. I'm very proud of and Bo. people, like... Well, He's like, been working hard. Because I, you know, obviously, I push your videos yeah. down. People stress. But, like... And then uh, people were like, damn, like, yo, like, thanks for, like, retweeting that. Like, I found yeah. his page. I found his Twitch, but wow, I listened to it. I think you, like, go on, like, Tuesdays and stuff. So, yeah, man. It's growing. Yeah, yeah it's... it's it's Well, he's been working hard. Yeah. I've never seen him worked this hard in my life you know what i mean i've known him since he was 12 he's never worked this hard God damn all right he's like he's like every day he's working like his whole his career is depending on this like <laughs> oh my god i need to get this switch going like, but i but see i can i can relate because i think this pandemic really put a lot of pressure on artists for sure it's like bro like especially it's your you, time to shine especially yeah. like you know if you was already doing this for like seven eight years you're like yo i can't stop mm -hmm. what am i gonna do quit and get a, an accounting job like nah this is it that's why Bobby on the Twitch doing cartwheels. He like, yo, he be like tucking his shirt off. He like, by any means necessary, <laughs> he takes the shirt I, I, I off. Told, I told myself I would never go back to working construction. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was like two months before the pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah you had like an I emotional had terrible post. Terrible like, time. He's like, yo, this is like a great day of my life for the first time. I'm not doing construction working. I'm a party planner. It was from those. And now I'm doing my dream of comedy. And then it's like next day, COVID nineteen hits <laughs> <it's> America. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I think it was like the, my was, mom. I'm sorry, I yeah. had to come back. <laughs> it was. It was. It was the. It was the first stand up uh, I did at the East, DC East Improv, Amber, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, my mom was like, you're not gonna, you know, go to school and be a lawyer. You're gonna finish yeah. school and be a lawyer." I'm like, "Nah, I'm gonna do event planning and do stand up comedy." Yeah, and saying the crowd was like, "Yeah, yeah," and saying like, COVID was like. We'll see. Well, yeah. We'll see. Covid's like this. You. <laughs> this you. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> Just killing everyone's dreams, oh, right? <laughs> Dream killer out here, son. Shit. Yeah, man. The Wuhan ain't nothing to fuck with, man. Damn. Jeez. It's you know. I'm 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 grateful that I didn't lose my mind. I'm really not for real. I'm not even like sicing it. Yeah, I that's feel a like real thing. I feel. Like I came out of this joint, dare I say, stronger, with with friendship. I, Bo and I, we had some close calls of like our friendship being tested. Like, because you know we roommates, uh, best friends, business partners. Mm. Uh, and it's like yo, that's a that's a lot of a uh, lot of different hats. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. At one point, we're we're doing podcasts in the car. Uh, I mean the driver's seat, him in the back, because this is like early pandemic, so we didn't even know what the fuck. Right. What's going on? Yeah. Recording the joint on our iPhones and then uploading it, just audio, just to like 
yo, like, let's, like, we got to keep up with the people. Yeah, man. And we were, like, just, like, going, like, we were, like, at each other's throats, son. And, and then finally, I think we had some heart-to-hearts and, like, all right, you know, and then we, like, we, we, we but our, I think our friendship built, like, became stronger yeah. out, out, off this quarantine. Yeah. Because we, like, had to have, I, I was, like, yo, man, like, everyone's going through it. We just got to find a way to get through this. If we can get through this, literally we can get through anything. Because, like, this is some, like, world-ending type shit. Yeah. So, you know, if we can get through this. And I think, like, when he saw me at the protest, he saw how passionate I was. <laughs> and he saw me how, like, I spoke with, you know, conviction. And I was, like, leading the chance. I forgot about that couch moment. <laughs> <laughs> and Bo was like, wow, my friend Martin's yeah, really about the cause dude, and the bro. movement. <laughs> he really is my brother. brother. <laughs> but, yeah, man, now our relationship got strong. I'm very grateful. That, man. That first, I'm very grateful. That first month, man, I thought I, I, thought I was going to lose it, bro. I mean, because, bro, the like, first I, month was the, the worst. The thing is, I went out with a bang. Yeah. I will tell you that. Because we did um, – March 11th. We had the Aventura concert. Yeah, March the after party. Mm-hmm. Then I did the cabin trip with 50 people. Yeah. With like a big ass mansion, indoor pool for a weekend. And then we did the last comedy show. The comedy show was crazy. And yeah. the after party. And the after party. And yeah. then it was just like, boom. And then like, since I had been exposed to so many people, I was self-quarantined. Yeah. In the basement, they were feeding me like, and they were feeding people in Batman through the sewers. Like, here's some food, and I was just downstairs by myself. Damn, she was rough for two weeks, and then like I would go upstairs a bit. It's still very rough, man. It was just like I was like, all right, I gotta find a way to, I gotta do something. And then I watched that like uh, Chappelle had the special where he did the, we received the Mark Twain Award. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. I was like, all right, man. I'm creative enough where I can keep myself sane. So I just, just start working on a whole bunch of different projects. That's all you, I mean, yeah. it's easier said than done, but, but it's not impossible. Yeah. Right. And uh, this, what we're doing right now, took three months to build. Like, you were always in the back of our mind, but we're like, well, we got to build it first before yeah. we can hit, even hit up Walter. Like, the last thing we want to do is like hit someone up and be like not be able to do what we try. You know what I mean? So yeah. it takes a lot of like, planning preparation a lot of like yeah and it's like texting and like tr- setting things up and like yeah so this joint was like really a uh, clutch to get like a, a space where to, where we can create yeah and so hopefully the plan is for us to continue to help uh, uh like up-and-coming creators mm-hmm. giving them more platforms because like bo and i we've been fortunate like um like the youtube's been trading as well yeah. the following they've been stick they've been riding with like the shit's been like growing despite the civil war and the fucking pandemic mm-hmm. and like everything. But like, we've been very like, so we're really trying to like get in like uh new artists, like, uh, you know, the DMV music scene, the event planners, uh, comedians, you know, DJs, mm-hmm. right. Everyone bring them all in and uh, share them with the, with the overachievers, you know, the army. Cause mm-hmm. like, yo, we're getting strong, son. When we get back to shows, bro, like oh, I put out that poll on Twitter. Yo, would you come to uh, an outside comedy show if it's you know a free show in dc bro like everyone was like son when is it dming me when's it happening when 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 mm-hmm. we need that yeah so i already know when we go to phase two in dc it's gonna be a wrap you know it's gonna be a wrap but for now we're gonna fuck with maryland and we're gonna tell dick jokes in the backyard <laughs> and it's we're gonna stream it and uh i gotta write new jokes i i, I have to write i don't know what the fucking 
Shit, I don't know what to say. I will say that after all this is done and it's a, you know, safe and clear, the content that people are going to be able to make jokes on is going to be out of this world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's almost too crazy. It's almost like this shit, like, I got to let this shit settle. But but you check the news every day, like, yeah. (laughs) Just something new every day. Yeah. Not a good year to be a white woman. This shit, they're gonna the the year of the Karen is oh, what man. this shit will be. Oh man, yeah. God. If, mean, if 2020 had a logo, it'd be just like a white woman just going like, <laughs> just like <laughs> pointing at you. I, man, I'm gonna say, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this like it doesn't sound like a sane thing to say, but I'm like, man, like I see people interact with like, it, like people like that and have like those like, those like racist things being said to them. Yeah, I just think I would be in jail if someone like tried saying that to me. Yeah, I feel like. I'm not a I'm not a violent person, but like, I I I'm not someone that stays quiet. Right? Yeah, that's my thing. I, I'll I'll never stay quiet because like I have a voice. I'm gonna use it for sure. You know? And then I just feel like a lot of people have patience. No, I get that it. I would not have. You know? I got a different. I don't know. It's a it's a it's a very it's a slippery slope when you start dealing with racist people, like legitimate racist people. Oh yeah, like people who like just don't fuck with you. Because of this color of your skin, because like if you get into a physical altercation with someone who doesn't fuck with you because of your color of your skin, you're fucking with you're fighting someone really stupid, right? Mm-hmm. When you're fighting strong. someone who's stupid, <laughs> you drop them. <laughs> they are not thinking about catching a case. You know what I mean? They're not thinking about uh, you know. I my dad was like, "All right, I'll tell a story. Go for it." In 10th grade, you know, um, two people that I grew up with that, like, I was in the middle school band with. Mm-hmm. I'm talking, like, the trumpet player mm-hmm. and the motherfucking uh, one played the drums. Fast forward to 10th grade, you know, they started dabbling with, like, gangs and shit. And one of the dudes, uh, I guess girl he was talking to, started talking to it, uh, someone else. Mm-hmm. And they decided, yo, let's go. Uh Let's go to Shorty's house and tell dude to come out. So these two guys, along with the two other kids from 10th and 11th grade, knock on his door and say, yo, come outside. And dude, not being a shy guy, steps out to, you know, Mm -hmm. what's up? One thing leads to another. They jump him. You know, everyone gets their hits in. I'm sure the intention was we're going, you know. Teach him a lesson. Teach him a lesson, right? Mm -hmm. As this is all happening. One dude just happens to take things too far, and when he's on the ground, as they're stomping him out, hits him in the throat. The kid dies. So now, they're all being convicted for manslaughter, you know? Second degree, first degree, like premeditated shit, Mm -hmm. right? Kids that I played fucking, you know, songs with in band, like band class. Like, you know what I mean? Kids you see innocent grow up, Took shit a little bit too far. My neighbors. You know I mean? Yeah, that shit was wild. Yeah, you know who they are. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the, one person in the group ends up snitching on basically all of them. He gets away. The other two that, you know, was in band class, ends up doing long, like, very long sentences. And it, 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 it was, it reminds me of a story my father told me when I was young too, when I was at that age of like where I would fight and stuff like that. He was like, look, you know, the problem with fighting is you never know what can happen. Like, God forbid, you never know. Like, you could punch someone. You can win the fight, 
but accidentally punch the guy in the eye the wrong way, punch him in the throat the wrong way. Some shit could happen. He could trip and fall, hit his head. All of a sudden he dies. Now you in jail. Over what? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now imagine fighting a racist person. Again, a racist person, not the smartest guy in the world. Do you think he's thinking about stuff like that? Hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, Do you think he's got yeah. some dope shit going on? Like, if, you know, sold out events, you know, fucking selling dope ass t-shirts and making, you know, making moves like that. I don't, you know what I mean? So that's how I look at it. Like, um, I feel like when it comes to racist people, the the universe is going to take care of them. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's like, end of the day, you ain't going if you know you ain't going to change a racist mind with like a black screen you know what i mean like yeah, they're going to be true. they're going you know what i mean you got to let them just like let the mm. shit uh play out yeah uh, I, i've learned to never be the the instigator that's the one thing well yeah defending yourself is it's a whole different, different yeah. story but i'm just saying what i'm the reason i shared that story about my homies they were my uh, you know what i mean they were yo they we grew up in this like we, you know, it's like that Chappelle sketch when keeping it real goes wrong. It's like, you know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Yeah. They yes. went there with the intention of like, yo, we going to show this guy a lesson. Mm-hmm. Next and thing they know, they they, yo, the they're the ones that, that got the lesson. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like, for, so like, here's, here's the thing. So I have an older brother, right? He's, he's the hothead. He's, he's the, he's the dumbass. Like now he's calmed down. He's got like three kids. He's, you know, he settled down. He had to go to boot camp, got kicked out of high school. He did all that crazy stuff. Yeah. So he's always been the hothead, right? And I, I'm very observant. I learn from other people's mistakes very well, and I always watch his mistakes because you know he'd always make some pretty dumb mistakes. And I'd always tell him, stop picking fights. It's different when someone picks a fight with you, but when right. you're the one that picks the fight, you don't know the other person. You don't know how far they're gonna take it. For sure. You don't know what kind of person they are. You don't know if they're trained to kill. You know, you have no idea. And <laughs> and it's not funny, but one day. My dad would always, my dad would always tell me, he's like, and he told him, I remember one time he told him clearly, stop doing that. Stop, stop trying to pick fights. Stop staring at people wrong. This, this and that. One day the dude cuts him off. Right. He's like, yo, fuck your problem. Blah, blah, blah. This, this and that. They start chasing each other, pull up and they fight in a parking lot. My brother whoops his ass. Next, you know, the dude pulls out a knife and cuts my brother right here on the side of the head. Damn. Luckily that he moved, so it barely penetrated his his like skin. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about you know he doesn't move his head, he, he's dead. Yeah. Right. And just like seeing stuff like that happen, I know not to. Yeah, it's like yeah. Ultimately, like I've always been a dude. Like I believe in myself. I like my odds in life. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to like altercations, yo, like most people aren't smart, dog. <laughs> most no. people, I cause I grew I. That story I told, I could, uh, unfortunately, I know five other stories like that from my yeah. area, and it's like, that's just what it was, man. I know, I know, I know way too many people locked up for like dumb shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Like just like I'm some like, just I'm gonna keep it real, like pride is one hell bro, of a bitch. Ego, yeah. son, like yeah. ego and pride, like for what, bro? For what? Now you locked up, you ain't fucking nobody for unless real. it's a guy. You know what I mean? And that's like, you know, no one. <laughs> and that's very. Are you getting fucked? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So that's the moral of the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, don't, 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 don't fight unless you want to get fucked by guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs>
It's like, nah, I don't know what I don't know if that was going the direction I wanted to go in, but I felt like <laughs> I felt like I wanted yeah. to share that story. I've had I've had like this one incident in the in the sense where like I was like one punch away from like fucking my life over. Yeah. Where we were at a party, the party got busted. And you know me, I always got shorties with me. These two dudes were following some of the shorties with me and they're like, Oh, we know those girls. I'm like, Yeah, they know you, but they said they don't they don't want you to come with us. Yeah. And plus we're going to my place. So you can't come. I'm telling you you can't come. Mm-hmm. Right. Be persistent, persistent, persistent. And I knew that one of the dudes I, I had played soccer with him before and he's like, That's fucked up, but I'll respect it, you man, it's your house, whatever. Walks away. Other guy's like, nah, nah, nah. Instigating, instigating, instigating. And he tries to reach for one of the girls. I'm like, yo, boom. Yeah, drinking his hand. I pushed him so hard that his like his like, his hand whipped and he's Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just started saying all this like vulgar and like racist stuff to me and my friend. And then my friend was like, Man, you know what? He's not even worth it, bro. You you already know you'll beat him up in a fight. Mm. So you don't have to do it. And he knows that too. Week maybe week or two weeks later, um, we're on Snapchat and someone sh- shows me like the same dude that he was cool with that, he, that I knew. He's like, "Yo, I'm glad you didn't fight that dude." He's like, "Look at his story, dudes. His parents multi millionaires. Damn, they would have took me out, hung me out to dry." Yeah, like, he, he showed like video of, like a family party, parking lot, just like Lamborghinis and Ferraris just parked all next to each other. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Them dudes definitely, I don't know, man. I, I just like try to encourage people to like think things through. I, Cause I, I've, mm-hmm. I've lost a lot of friends where I grew up to dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm very fortunate that I'm in a situation that I'm in. I feel like, cause I still get DMs from people from like around the way. And it's like, yo, like that shit sometimes I'm proud of like where I grew up. But at the same time, like, yo, you see some of the people who grew up, they, they they're in bad shape, man. Yeah. And th- I think it's like they made a couple decisions that mm-hmm. they wish they could take back. Mm-hmm. So I try to just share. Like, I'm not trying to glorify what my, these guys, you know, they're locked up. But it's like, yo, that's a real ass fucking, what was it? 10th grade is what? Four, 15, 16 years old. Jesus Christ. You're not old yeah. enough. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yo, before you even know it. Especially if you were in your 20s, you're a grown ass. You can make better decisions. I think you got to just like. Yeah, I talked about I talked about fighting racists in a in a joke like two three years ago when Trump got elected, and um, yeah, I just think like like yo, you think getting punched hurts? Imagine what a racist punch feels like. That's like two generations of anger and hate coming at you. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather fight racism with memes. I feel like that's a safer way. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you can get in their heads because like you know what I'm saying. You just give them a question that stumps them and it just pisses them off even more. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, they're going, they're going to phase themselves out, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like right. Ra- you know, when it comes to racism, it's just like, it's just not practical. Like yeah. you, you, you hating me because of the color of my skin, son, like that don't make no, like you're, yeah. you're, you're tripping. Yeah. I mean, they're going to feel the same after the fight anyways. Like no matter what you do, you can't really get to them. So it's like, it's not you can't worth it. You can't beat sense into a grown person. Nah, bro. Like it's not even <laughs> worth the energy, man. Yeah. I mean, but my we, mom beat sense to me as a child. Yeah. But I don't think it works. I mean, we can loot the pottery barn. You know what I mean? We can loot the Whole Foods. <laughs> I think that's if you want to get back at the racist. Nah, you, if you want to get back at the racist, we got to burn down every Bass Pro Shop's in this nation, <laughs> yeah, and it'll be an uproar. You know what I'm saying? I think <laughs> if you, I think if you want to get back at the white community, you gotta loot the the Petco, take all the dog food away, 
and that's how you make their dog sad. Because when their dog sad, hey, they'll they'll think about it. Yeah, they'll really like yo. We 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 might need to change our demeanor. I think Lord. it's time. It's yeah, time. <laughs> we did something about what's going on in this country. Son. Oh man, I'm you know, telling buddy you, buddy hasn't had uh, a wishbone in three weeks. Right, God damn, buddy. <laughs> Maybe we should treat these Latinos better. <laughs> They're always naming their dogs random. Frank. They, they they name them like the names of like uh, 50s uh, sitcom actors. <laughs> it's a crazy like, here's Frank Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, white people be yeah. corny, man. Oh, man. Naming the dogs Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. I, I, I used to have a dog. His original name was Cooper. Yeah. And I renamed him Rambo got him he's rambo's nice. cool i like rambo. right. rambo's cool you son. think he was a ferocious you know they're like they're like yeah he's a he's a he's a rottweiler and a german shepherd i was like oh, i'm called rambo oh, shit. you're saying yeah. he's, gonna be, he's gonna be beast you know what i'm saying yeah. came from a you know abusive home so he's scared of the world oh wow just terrified yeah. absolutely terrified he would hide under the tables when people come over like why we name you rambo <laughs> that was a bad name yeah, man, we couldn't we couldn't afford a dog because the dog food was too expensive. So <laughs> we had a fish, though. You know what I mean? Fish well, would hold that. We we called him Nemo. Nemo. Yeah. yeah. You know, Nemo was cool. He had a lot of personality. Sometimes when you when you stare at him, he like looks back at you, and he had the, he gave you the like the fish lips. <laughs> what? Why are you my, laughing at my, my childhood, my, bro? That shit. We used to have parrots, but they were like my brothers. But my first pet was a cat named Lucky. Mm. Got ran over by Is that car. why your brother liked to fight? Because the parrot kept talking back and he couldn't fight the parrot, so he ended up fighting people? Oh, maybe. <laughs> I <laughs> think about it. <laughs> I've never. Because, you know, parrots be like, like, what's up? And he'd be like, what's up? And he'd be like, what's up? And he'd be like, what's up? What's up? And he'd be like, yo, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm like, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm like, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm like, I'm going to fuck you up. And then it's like, ladies, like, I'm going to fight someone else. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see, and then the bear's like, You'll see, <laughs> you'll catch me on another day. Oh, no, you'll catch me on another day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah think about that. If you have a if you have like a bad temper, that I don't think a parrot is the best pet to have because then you yeah. just want to end up want to fight people. It mimics everything you say. Everything talk, yeah. we, I, I had a um, when I worked construction, I had a worker. It's <laughs> a good joke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I might have to use that some outdoor but, comedy show <laughs> <laughs> material. But I uh, had a construction worker who had a I'm trying to remember what kind of bird it was, but it would like mimic everything he said. Yeah. And then he ended up getting caught up because he would talk on the phone. Oh no, with another woman. idiot! And then he would always like say that, and yeah. then like the bird would be like, "Princesita." <laughs> <laughs> And like they didn't have no kids, so like, well, who is he calling that? Oh, so like, huh. eventually she figured out that you know he was cheating because of the yeah. bird, bro. Let me tell you something. You know how you know how they say, oh, construction. You know, a lot of like baby dies. I mean, because they're stupid. Let me tell you something. Construction workers, man, they like, be fucking. They that <laughs> that and then like it's just like they don't use their own common sense. Let me tell you. I had this one guy that was a foreman with me, right? Yeah. He seen this dude at I think he said Giant. That he knew back in El Salvador. Damn. Right. Mind you, the guy that worked with me, he had three kids, three different baby mamas, three different child support. Right. So he goes, he sees guys, oh my gosh, you know, I let us like, like kind of like a nickname they say for each other. He's like, I haven't seen you forever, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, man, how you been? He's like, good, good. Just picking up some stuff. Mm. Uh, we're grilling this Saturday. You know what? Come through. We'll catch up then, you know. My my woman, she's you know she's buying all this stuff. She's buying everything, and you know we're using her her 
you know, her, her child support money to pay for everything. He's like, oh, okay, bet, man. He's like, you're gonna, you know, you gotta have a steak and all that. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, cool. He goes, finds out that the guy, his friend from back home, the woman was one of his baby mamas. He was paying for the food for the cookout. <laughs> Yo, that's like. <laughs> That's some sitcom. And shit. he was like, he, 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 he said it in a meeting. He was telling the story. Yeah. And one of the foremen is like, I mean, was the food good? He <laughs> <laughs> got pissed and like stormed out. Like, yeah. yeah, man. It's just like, bro, like, how could you be that dumb? Oh, man. That guy, he had like the funniest thing too. They called him um, Empanada. <laughs> that's <laughs> all you would eat. Hell yeah. Empanada. That's, bro, a, that's a great name. Oh. That's a good dog name too. Empanada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about getting a dog in this quarantine situation. Yeah, to keep you have someone occupied. to talk to. I feel that, but they're you know, I'm like, all right, that might be too much work. You know, <laughs> get a puppy, cat. I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys ever had a puppy, but puppies are just, they're tough. No, they're, they're too much. They're, they're a lot yeah, of work. You gotta watch them. Get a cat, man. They take care. Of they're, they're almost worse than babies because they'll like pee out. They don't pee in diapers. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They pee on everything, buy everything. My my um. My old dog, he he literally ate the corner of my bed. I had to buy a new bed. Dang. Jesus. He chewed right through it. Fucking dog. Yeah, like I only had a fish, so I don't know, but I could only relate. <laughs> you, you couldn't swim with him, he might drown you. Yeah, Damn. man. <laughs> Shit, we had pigs. I didn't even have a pet. I think my first pet was a pig. He had a couple of goats, though. <laughs> Nigga brings up the goats all the time. What? Yeah, dog? We, well, my mom was like scared of animals, so we couldn't like get dogs or cats in the house. We had to like get like farm animals, you know, just to. I raise mean, that's it. just what it was. That's the culture. Yeah. You really had goats. Yeah, we had one goat. <laughs> Things we had like a goat farm, but we had like more pigs than goats. Pigs are smart though. Pigs are smart, but they're dirty as fuck. Yeah, they are. They yeah. eat their own shit. They don't care. Yeah, they they eat their own shit. Like I I seen that shit too many times. It's <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, man, he he's lived a you know, but your uncle had goats though. Well, yeah, my my um. <laughs> so you come from a goat family? Yeah, you got a long lineage of goats, bro. Come on, you the goat king. So what? So like, see, he trying to like act like all humble. Did your grandparents? They had the original set of goats. Oh uh, my god! You know, kind of like in yeah. Game of Thrones, they gave each one a good goat yeah. for each child. He's the goat king. So let's talk about the goats. <laughs> well, the goats were there, but. I will say this: We have more cattle, we have more pigs, and we have more. Um, yeah, the old McDonald's. That's right. what you Cows. I mean, not um. How you call them? Hens and cock. Cock. It was. Sure. Th- it, yeah, it was. Cock, th- yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That was his first. You just, audience. You just couldn't say a rooster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. He had to be like cock. Yeah, yeah. We had cock. <laughs> Well, long. that's what we call it back home. It's cocks. <laughs> and yeah, we gotta call it a rooster. Do, do they though? Do yeah, they? yeah, no, nah, dead ass. That's can we get a translator? Yeah, can, in we, here? can we get? Can we? All right, let's can test him. How do you spell it? <laughs> nah, you sound like you're breaking under I'm pressure, bro. I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna spell it. But no, nah, that's that's what we legit call it back home. Yeah. Cocks. Yeah, we got. Yeah. He came out of quarantine. We like. got some big cocks back at the house. If you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, but yeah, we didn't have that many goats like Amari would make it. Yeah, more cocks than goats. Yeah, yeah more, yeah, more cocks. <laughs> but he's a big fan you of the cocks. You should have told me this. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah, dog. I'm hip. I, I regret I regret saying We'd that. Yeah, I'm Bo, 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 you were the one that had cocks in his house, right? 
just in the backyard. I try to help <laughs> you with the goats, but you didn't want to, you know. You were like, no, I don't have goats. I have cocks. I'm a cock man, not a goat man. I like cocks. We love to raise the cock. Yeah. Anything about liking this. <laughs> we had white cocks or black cocks. Cock tastes better than chicken. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Once cock gets inside you, you feel so much better. <laughs> Look you what ever, you did. You ever uh, had a nice cook cock after a long day? <laughs> My mom makes the best cock. <laughs> My mom, she knows her way around a cock. <laughs> oh you got to try my mom's cock. <laughs> Homemade. <laughs> my mom recipe. Back, back home, they said she had the best cock around. <laughs> you all done? Oh, man. <laughs> That w- this was a good episode, bro. Yeah. I really appreciate you coming through, of course, dog. Of course. Uh, you gotta come through more, man. Yeah, man. No, for for you saying, try some jokes out out here. Try. Yeah. This is what we be. Uh, this is all we do, man. We just we make fun of goats. Today was cocks. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I didn't know about that. I just learned that today. I didn't even know cock farms existed, but yeah. what they do? Just gotta go to Africa, bro. Yeah, that's the next. That's the next episode. <laughs> But yeah, man, thank you guys uh, for listening. You know, uh, if you, what's your, uh, so people could find well, you? Uh, Waltero DMV um, on Twitter and uh, Waltero underscore DMV on IG. Hell yeah. And if you don't get it, if you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a comment on our iTunes. It helps us with the algorithm and YouTube. Leave a comment. Word. And uh, yeah, we're going to announce the outdoor show uh, in, in Maryland. If you're in the Maryland area on the next episode, we'll have a time, location, Uh, by next week. So thank you for listening. This is the Overachievers Podcast. Peace. Peace. Peace.